Tyler, hmm? what are you doing? Cardio. Why? To get ready. For what? For self-defense. You need cardio for self-defense? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. All right, guys, so in this video, or no, not video, in this podcast, we are going to be talking about probably my biggest failure as a self-defense instructor. Cardio! You don't have to rub it in. Actually, it's overall health and self-defense. I know, but I just saw cardio. Is that that a word that bothers you, like hiking bothers me? No, not really. You like walking. I will walk, yes. I'm just not going to (laughs) hike. It requires too much cardio. No, it's not that it like really bothers me and upsets me. It's just the fact that I know that I have not, really probably since I stopped fighting, Mm -hmm. I've not put the oomph behind that that I used to. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, my trigger rule has gotten so much better. What did you say that this was called? A CERT pistol. S-I-R-T CERT. It's a laser pistol that allows you to work on the fundamentals of shooting without using tons of expensive ammo. That's crazy. It felt almost exactly like a real gun, but without the recoil. That's because CERT models its pistols after real guns. They have multiple models from real companies that have realistic trigger pull. And most of them have a removable magazines, so you can even work on reloading. Wow, no wonder it helps so much. Yeah, and the best part is that if you go to CertPistol.com, you can get 10% off with the coupon code IMPACTDEFENSE. Awesome. How do you spell that again? S-I-R-T, CERT. Cool. For today's news story, um, this is this is a road rage situation. Well, is it? I don't know. You're the one that has the yeah. story. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's just odd. So... A 19-year-old and a 20 and his 22-year-old friend pulled into a driveway of a home where the 22-year-old was living. A 60-year-old man, suspecting the pair were trespassing, then blocked the driveway with his own truck and approached the car. Once he spotted the two men, he began arguing with them and demanding they leave. The 19-year-old man then asked the 60-year-old man to move his truck because he decided it was the best way to get out of there. The 60-year-old then moved his truck, but he came back just before the teenager left and started choking him through the car window, according to the deputies. The 19-year-old then fired shots, killing the 60-year-old man. Both of the younger men tried to render aid, but it was too late. One eyewitness says it looked like the situation was de-escalating before the older man returned to the car. The woman, who didn't want to share her name or show her face, said that the man pulled up to the home blocking the driveway. She said he then went up to the car, the young men, and started arguing with them. They couldn't hear exactly what they were saying, but the woman says when he pulled out into the street only to run back to the car screaming at them. I was looking to see if he had something in his hands, you know, for a weapon, the woman said, and he didn't have anything in his hands. And they put the window down in the car and he had his arm out of the car. And then I heard two shots. The woman said the man fell down onto the ground and her first thought was to go and help them, but she knew it was too late. Hmm. Whoa. One mistake I'm noticing is they rolled down the car window. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they were pretty much so in the right. You know, if you're being choked, that, that, is, that is a deadly threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it could have been avoided had they left the window rolled up. 
and not engaged any further with the guy and just tried to leave. Mm-hmm. But overall health and wellness. Mm. <laughs> and specifically how it relates to self-defense and self-defense training. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of people that come in here or are hesitant to come in here because of different health concerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, They'll come in and they'll be like, oh, can I, can I still do this even though I have bad knees? Mm-hmm. Or even though I'm this age, you know? Mm-hmm. Lots of different concerns people have that are mostly wrapped around their health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I guess we're going to kind of discuss the validity of those concerns um, as well as maybe different ways to overcome them and what health has to do with self-defense anyway. So if you come into a place with health concerns, I think in most cases uh, a, a decent instructor is going to be able to work around certain health concerns. Mm-hmm. Personally, you know, we're talking about, you know, you said bad knees. I was a catcher for years in baseball, and uh, because of that, at this point in time, the doctors say I basically have no cartilage left in my left knee. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I fought, I did all the stuff, you know. Still, even within martial arts, I was able to pretty much do everything I needed to do. I just had to be very careful with that particular knee. There were certain kicks that I just don't do with that mm-hmm. leg. Uh, I'm pretty limited to about probably three different kicks with that leg mm-hmm. I, I take it uh, into consideration when, when working with people in that situation because I understand you know exactly what how something like that can limit you you know I'm not ever going to be able to just like consistently go for a run mm-hmm. I have to find another way you, when I was fighting I would always bike hop on a bike and ride mm-hmm. uh, to, to work on cardio because running is not a thing for me if I run Kylie and I were getting ready for a 5K, and and we were running probably three days a week or something like that, and I didn't do that for about two weeks, and my knee was in so much pain, it was, I couldn't hardly walk, so everything swelled up, got really bad, so I had to stop running, and basically I could, I was able to go do that 5K, but I had to prepare for it by not running, I had to prepare for it by doing other things. Mm-hmm. I know we've had people come through, you know, older people to get started, you know, people come in. A good instructor really should be able to work around most problems, Mm -hmm. I feel like, most problems. And and there are sometimes there are going to be something that's like outside of your scope of expertise. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody comes in here um, with certain health problems, it may be outside of my scope of expertise, but I can give them some things to help them. Mm -hmm. I may not be able to... Totally adapt everything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so you may have certain problems that, but I think people with those type problems are very rare. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at it and go like, oh, well, I, I can't do that anymore because I can't do this thing. So therefore, I just can't learn to defend myself. I'm just going to have to shoot them. Mm-hmm. We hear that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too old. I can't fight anymore. I'm just going to have to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Okay. Have you worked on training on how to shoot them? <laughs> question <laughs> we have training for that too yeah. <laughs> and you probably need it well everybody needs to train something when it comes to self-defense and if that's the only thing you can do I, don't, I, don't, I basically do not believe that's the only if thing if it's the only thing do. you're willing to do train for it at least Yeah, mm-hmm. there are most things. of the time it comes down to willingness right. it does yeah mm-hmm. we have people that come in here that are really young that want to work on self-defense. I have people that I have trained that are in their 70s that are in Mm self-defense. And 
Yep, I am always happy to see older people come through. Most of the time, it's a mindset thing. It like, really is. Usually, your obstacle is only as big as your mind is making it. You know, not to say that you're not going to struggle more than someone who's got, like, uh, who's really physically healthy. You know, mm-hmm. you might struggle more than they will, but your willingness to overcome that changes the size of your. Mm-hmm. Size of your difficulty. Okay, we have had in the same class. I have had a guy who is twenty years old mm-hmm. and a guy who is sixty-eight years old in the same class doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And in that time, of course, the athletic stuff that are ha- is happening mm-hmm. is a lot easier for that twenty-year-old than the sixty-eight-year-old. But the if you are the older person. Look for a way to get around. You know, how can you handle this situation? Right. That's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You can't just go like, oh, I can't do that, so I'm just done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I think what we have to do is kind of look for some things that you can adapt mm-hmm. in certain ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And self defense doesn't look the same for everyone. No. It yeah. looks it looks different for each person. Um, I mean, it's not people. even the same for every situation. Right. But yeah, two people that are the same age are not going to have the same abilities and, mm-hmm. I mean, the same athleticism. They're, they're going to do things differently, at least to some extent. So, I mean, training for the way that works best for you, as long as you're training and training effectively. Yeah. I mean. And, you know, you might be better at it than you think you might, <laughs> you think you will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you might even surprise us as well. <laughs> Because I'm really like I'm really thinking about like, one of the kids in our advanced class right now. When you look at the memorization aspect of something or the more um, technical parts of martial arts, it it doesn't look all that great. You know, they're not they don't seem to be the most coordinated. Your watch going, oh, I don't know if they're gonna make it through that. And then you switch to the self-defense or uh, sparring aspect, and it's like, holy cow, where did that person come from? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're watching going, Wait, where was where was that when you were doing your kata five minutes ago? Holy, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I go back to, I, I may have mentioned this young lady on the podcast before. Years and years ago, she came in. We were going to go to a tournament, and I just, like, opened her up. Anybody wants to go to this tournament, you're, you're free to go. Blah, 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 This is how much it costs. This is where it is. Blah, blah, blah. And this one girl looked at me, and she says, oh, I want to go. Now, this girl was a beauty pageant queen, and she would come into class with, no joke, like, high heels on, her martial arts uniform, and she had come into class with her tiara and, and like, a... The sash thing. No, not the no. sash thing. It was a little the feather boa. Oh, Is it yeah. boa? Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Yep. Okay, thing. That shows how much I know about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway... It was not unusual to her for her to walk into class or into the building in something like that. It wasn't like she came in like one day and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" No, no, this was fairly common occurrence, you know. And she was super timid and everything. Well, we end up going to this tournament, and the the guy that's ahead of the tournament comes up to me and like, "Well." He says, "I don't have any girls in her division. Is it okay if she fights in the boys' division?" And I thought. I was afraid for this child if she was going to fight in the girls' division because she's just she's not very athletic. She's or she doesn't seem to be very athletic, even sparring stuff like that in the class. So I'm like I don't, I don't know. I said we're going we're going. I have to put it up to the parents. I have to leave it up to them. And they're saying yeah, let's let's do it. 
and she beat the crap out of some boys in her division. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, where in the world is this kid in class? So, I mean, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you really just have no earthly idea. As an instructor, sometimes I don't have any earthly idea like, what they're really capable of at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, other things, too, is people that we've had come in that like already can't walk very well mm-hmm. or don't have proper use of one side of, like, or like one arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had people come in that have difficulty seeing what else have we had? I had a guy train with me for a while that only had one arm, you know? Mm-hmm. So. But most of the time, this it's something you can work through. When it's some kind of physical condition, most of the time it can be worked through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not saying if someone came in paralyzed from the neck down and it's like, teach me how to do this. Oh, oh, um, that's a little different. Yeah. Right. At that point, you probably need to hire a bodyguard. But don't let a condition stop you from seeking it out. Yeah. Don't let exactly. a condition stop you from seeking out self-defense training. Mm-hmm. Or make you automatically assume that you can't do it. And definitely don't think that you're too old to get self-defense training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're never too old. Now, aside from conditions, there's just overall healthy living. Yeah. And making yourself healthy. Um, and that does have an effect on your ability to defend yourself. It, it, it really does. It opens up more options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can run away, mm-hmm. it's a whole lot better if you're in a decent enough health to run away. Mm-hmm. You know? Basically, like whenever you really want to be a safe person, you want to keep yourself safe. Making yourself healthy, if you have the potential to be a healthy person, you know, if you're able to eat well and get regular exercise and um, stretch and be more flexible, more options in the self defense world open up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you are able to do more than the average person will be able to or someone who does have a health condition. So if the only thing holding you back from being healthy is you, you can make that difference. Yeah, it's true. And I, I mean, I do... Let's, let's talk about I've got a little bit of confession time for myself. I have decent health. I went and got physical not that long ago. Doctor says, you know, I realize the scales say you're, you're overweight by far. But, like, your blood pressure's good, cholesterol's good, all these other things are good. I'm generally healthy in a lot of other ways. I just would feel better if I could get some weight off. And I'd feel like I could move better and carry myself better and not be as much stress on my joints and my knees. So I know that I would be a better defender of myself and my family and anybody else who's around me if I was in a little better health than I am. And I think a lot of that comes down to uh, laziness. Admittedly, I need to be better about paying more attention about what I eat and stuff like that and then probably getting more cardio at this point. And I think a lot of people are there. And, and I'd hate to go through this entire podcast and not talk about the fact that in all honesty, your chances of having a heart attack is a lot higher than your chances of having to defend yourself in, in the street. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that is another thing that people need to kind of take into effect is like, Okay, I'm training all this hardcore training, but then let's go out here and eat a triple cheese, triple bacon cheeseburger, uh, you know, and then the the supersized fries and the the you know. Let's let's think through and look at your health and your self defense in in all aspects. We're saying this after we just came from a ch- hamburger place. So. Yes, I had a grilled chicken sandwich, by the way. Did you eat fries? <laughs> I did eat fries, though. It was a small fries. 
I think you should attach the picture of all of us sitting around the table that you just took to the podcast. <laughs> just, there we are. That was us eating it. Kyla can drop that in there <laughs> when she does the video editing mm-hmm. portion. That would be funny. Also, That's your reminder. That would be funny. There's also <clears throat> like what you drink as well. You know, there's uh, like not even what would be considered like obvious health risks, but just like soda, you know? The basic... That's what I was thinking you were talking about when you said obvious health risks. I don't mean like overconsumption of alcohol, which is obviously unhealthy. Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. but um, I know someone who just hates water, so they drink dark. No, they drink Pepsi all day. I used to be that dude. I did. I, I couldn't do it. No. I can't imagine. I can't. I, I am shocked at how much soft drinks I used to drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm real. I, mean, I still drink some soft drinks. But I do a whole lot better than I used to. When I was fighting, I'd drink only water. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I ever drink. I don't really like soft drinks, so I'm in the clear. <laughs> Kelly's like, I'm just better than all of you. <laughs> Cardio is really hard for me. I'm not overly athletic. Never have been, even though I danced my entire life. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for me. I, I, I'm not going to run unless something's chasing me. <laughs> Running makes me angry. It really does. You don't want to be around me if I run. Um, I was telling, I think, you one day and you another day about just working on trying to build my endurance back up to do a certain number of strikes. And I thought I was going to die on Monday when I did them because I did them as fast as I possibly could and with as much power as I possibly could and I was only at about 400. Then I think I told you on maybe Thursday, I can't remember, I decided, okay, that didn't work and I almost died. So <laughs> so I changed it and I was like, okay, this time I'm going to do them as slow as I can with as much precision as I can and get them as good as I possibly can. And I made it up to 760 that time and I was like okay I'm not dying I did better but I had to make some adjustments because I am just not able to do things that fast I, I you can it just takes time to build up the endurance to do that. right I can but I at this moment I don't have the endurance to do that mm. but I have to build up to it and anything that I'm gonna do that requires a lot I ha- it takes me about three months to build up to being able to do it Mm. And that's a lot of commitment to, do I really care that much? Yeah. So sometimes it just comes down to, do you care that much? The motivation to begin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And this has turned into like a personal confessions podcast. That's here. okay. It probably needs to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's something that I am actually currently working on. It's like, we were talking about this, this whole deal, you know, cardio and weight and stuff like that. This is something that I am just trying really hard to get better about at the moment so i'm starting to track everything and pay attention to what i eat and Mm -hmm. pay attention to how much exercise i am doing and everything and not just like leaving it all to chance and hopes and Mm -hmm. everything because leaving it all a chance has made me put on weight uh so like i'm trying to now kind of go back and matthew my brother if you're hearing this uh he is uh he's the one looked at me and said all right we're gonna we're gonna lose like 20 pounds and this amount of time let's go and uh, so, Matthew, if you haven't lost any more weight, I'm going to just call you out right here on the podcast. Because uh, I know who we're talking about. It. I was like, well, I'm down this much. I'm down a little more. Oh, now I'm up a little bit. And he was like, yeah, I'm back to where I started. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a constant fight for some people mm-hmm. on stuff like that. 
Uh, and I get it. So, I mean, I completely understand that. I'm not one of those guys who's like sitting there saying, like, work hard. You got it. You got it. And I, you know, I think a lot of those guys sometimes you sit there and like, come on, come on. And well, they're just naturally skinny. Mm-hmm. It's easier for them in that right. respect. But then they have the other issues. So I don't want to actually take a bar. Well, I mean, the whole struggles part of it is going to be there when you're talking about the health aspect of self-defense because it's not easy to stay healthy. Yeah. And different people have different issues when it comes to that. You know, some people are trying to get rid of weight so that they can be healthier and it's hard for them to keep it off. Some people are trying to gain weight so they can be healthier and it's hard for them to keep it on. Mm-hmm. And then you have those freaks who are just like, yeah, you know, and then they're like, I love to just, work out. I love to run. I love to do all of these things. Right. It's like, yeah. Come on. Keep up chumps. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the personal trainers and stuff at the gym. It, the people you just want to punch in the face. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then there are other people that have trouble too, like people who have the motivation, maybe want to get better, and then the biggest thing that they could do for their health is to eat healthy, but money is an issue, and healthy food is super expensive. <laughs> it's called a garden at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Well, all those people who live in the city and can't garden. There's this urban garden trends going on. Check it out. I, I don't... I don't know anything about it because I don't live in the city, but it's what I hear. I've heard people talking about them. I don't know what they are, so YouTube it. But either way, they're, like, everyone's going to have their issues and have their struggles. You've just got to find a way to work around them. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And some people have the, the problems that you can't see as well, like um, immune disorders and um, chronic yep. pain. Mm-hmm. And things that really make things more difficult. So, and then you're caught in between the motivation to get healthier and the pain that trying to do that causes. Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of almost feels like a little bit of a downer of a podcast. So, where are some good starting points? <laughs> For everyone. Go hiking, right? No. <laughs> I hate hiking. I'll walk. I walk all you want. Don't make me hike. I think it's finding something that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, personally, I could probably sit here on the mats and fight with people for hours and just really enjoy myself. You know, not 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 like fight because we don't like each other, but mm-hmm. like fight and punch each other in the face because we do like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could do that forever. Uh, and like for me, another thing is uh, playing basketball. I could play basketball for a long time and just really thoroughly enjoy myself and then you know fall over dead at the end because I'm very tired but that's just another one of those things that I could do mm-hmm. a lot of right. um, and I think it's just a lot of times finding something physical mm-hmm. that you enjoy and then doing the stuff that you don't enjoy like eating healthy and stuff like that mm-hmm. didn't you have a percentage of time that you try to eat healthy compared yeah to so that? I generally if I will follow a rule in my eating it was like 80% of the time, 80% of what I eat is good, clean, healthy food. And then the other 20%, I eat whatever the freak I want to. As long as it is, I'm actually doing that 20% of the food I eat is whatever I want and 80% is really good, then I'm going to do okay. It's just, you know, people talk about like, um, if you pretty much follow the 80-20 rule with most anything that you do, if like 80% of your money you you are really good with yeah. and that 20% you're not mm-hmm. then you're going to be a whole lot better off financially you know and it just and it's going to depend obviously the percentage is going to depend depending on 
everything, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like 80% of the food I eat is, if I keep that, is that good, healthy, mm-hmm. clean food. And then 20%, I eat whatever. I, I, I'm still losing weight. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing well. Uh, I, I know one time I was um, at a family dinner and I was sitting there eating and I had a, uh, a lady in the family look at me and she says, Brian, I thought you were on a diet. You know, you've been losing all this weight. You're eating like crazy. I was like, today, this is my 20%, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, and right now, I want that dessert. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm going for. Yeah. But that generally works for me and it's a little easier to keep up mm-hmm. with than like tracking all of these little mm-hmm. things and stuff. So. so now I feel like we're talking about another thing that I'm not really good at. Why? Because you have such a great sleep schedule and working habits mm-hmm. and no stress at all, right? You know, I feel like, Jay to come up with this podcast subject, I feel like she sat down and said, what's everything wrong with Brian? She targeted you. She did. Mm-hmm. And she said, let's make all these things a, po- a podcast conversations. Not my fault if you're feeling convicted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we could always throw out one thing that we think everyone else should, or someone else should work on about, you know. Yeah, it's all directed to me. It's all good. It's, yeah, our last... Last point. Bring up. Why don't you bring up the last point? Well, the last bit is just like how your brain health and mental health affect your self defense. Yeah, I think taking care of yourself mentally super important. That's something else that I need to really work on. I tend to overthink, overdo, and put everything on in yourself. Yeah, and try to take everything on and do it all myself, and operate on very little sleep. And compensate with energy drinks and coffee. And yep. Coffee. Feeling targeted again. I have felt targeted since the moment we started this podcast. <laughs> well, people undervalue a clear head. Just being able to be living a healthy enough lifestyle to support your brain's health and keep a clear head. When you have a clear head, you can handle things better. So are you telling and me that it's not mentally healthy to get the clear head by drinking energy drinks and coffee? Yes, that's what she's telling you. That's not mentally or physically healthy. Oh, okay. That's called a crutch. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, not to say. This one, the uh, Judging Brian podcast. Okay. <laughs> hey, I intake plenty of caffeine too. Yeah, but deliberately doing the things in your life that put you in a better headspace. Because um, if you're someone, let, let's call me out for a minute. Like I get in, I, I get trapped inside my head all the time. So I get to a point where I'm just either thinking about the same things or have too many things in my head that I'm just completely absorbed inside myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and w- when you're out in public, it's harder to be aware of the things around you, which is like the number one thing in self-defense mm-hmm. is just being aware of your surroundings. It's harder to be aware of your surroundings. It's hard to monitor the conversations going around you. It keeps you from being present with the people in your life, you know, when they're trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. So when you're putting yourself in situations where you can offload some of that or not have everything bouncing around in your head at one time or handle things in a healthy way, brain health is important because someone who's stuck inside their head is going to be a whole lot more likely to be targeted than somebody who's focused on the exterior. And other than that, it'll help you to think clearly and be able to act clearly and not be completely caught off guard if someone does approach you and um, whether it be a mugging or just a, in general self-defense situation, it's going to help you think more clearly about you what you actually should do so you don't respond poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, being able to have a healthy mind, you're going to make better decisions in the moment if you have to fend for your life or for a family member's life or even just protect yourself from mm-hmm. petty crime. And also express yourself better and you're going to not overreact when little things happen because let's be real, most self-defense situations are just people in stupid arguments. You know, arguing sure. about dumb things. Mm-hmm. If you're having a bad day and you're not in a mentally, mental place where you can handle things like a mature adult, you're going to end up in road rage situations. Yeah. You know, just the stupidest fights. That's part of brain health, you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's part of mental health. You want to be able to handle things in a calm manner and not lose your self-control. Right. And mm-hmm. you do that by having a healthy mind. Mm-hmm. And having a healthy mind looks different for different people. I had noticed in the past year that I've been I've been quite impatient and frustrated, and uh, my attitude has just gotten worse. And so, in an effort to kind of remedy that and get in a better headspace, I know that being outside helps with that. Um, being outdoors has been proven to release is it serotonin or endorphins, mm-hmm. and uh, just help you be a little bit happier. Yeah. Um, being barefoot too because it grounds you well i'm barefoot barefoot all the time but barefoot (laughs) outside also affects your brain as well yeah so i contacted my mom and now we know now we go on morning walks before i go to work that way i have an opportunity to be outside Uh, because this building even though I love what I do dearly and I love windows and light yes I love what I do I love teaching but I have noticed myself being in a really terrible mood when I know it's gorgeous outside and I am in here for 12 hours yeah um (laughs) it gets hard to be in a good mood when you know that like it's like well I'm not gonna see the sun today you know no, it's it. like I'm just downstairs the whole day. I'm mm-hmm. doing the teaching. And you get frustrated and claustrophobic. And it doesn't put you in a good mental state. So I noticed it bothering me. I noticed me handling things not as well. And being in more foul moods, which that hasn't fully remedied. And I'm still working on it. you know. But um, in an effort to get better, you take action steps. For me, that was going on morning walks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has helped a lot. I've been able to handle things a little bit better. Still in my moments. But everybody has their moments. Everybody has their moments, yeah. yeah. Atomic Bear. Man, I love their products. Oh, me too. Tons of tactical gear and survival gear. All for reasonable prices. Speaking of their products, Kylie. You're going to name as many of their products as you can in 10 seconds. Ready, set, go. Okay, Ten. tactical pins, a tactical Nine. flashlight, a survival Eight. bracelet, a Seven. fire starter, um, Six. uh, survival slip, sleeping bag, Four. uh, emergency Three. blanket, I think, two, um, one, and SWAT Time survival up. kit, and times up. Man, that's a lot of products, and they've got tons more on their website. Speaking of which, the best part of all of this is that if you use the coupon code Impact Defense on their site, you get twenty percent off. Yeah, and that website is theatomicbear.com. Go online now and find your products today. So, I think what we're looking at, if you have a physical issue, we can probably, it, you can probably work around it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, outside of that, try to live a healthy life in your eating and your exercise and all of that live stuff. Live a healthy lifestyle. And then Make also, 
think about your mental health and and everything. All of these things are going to make for a better quality of life, is going to make it easier to defend yourself in a situation if you need to. And, you know, it's it's just super important even when it comes to the idea of self-defense. In an effort, it can also help like with the offloading of things inside your head. Yeah. That mm-hmm. can change depending on if you're an introvert or an extrovert and not to get into like personalities and all of that. But, you know, introverts, if, if one part of having a healthier lifestyle might be prioritizing some time alone or just time in the quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for extroverts, it would be prioritizing time with people that you can mm-hmm. trust to offload things onto mm-hmm. and not feel like things are bouncing around inside of you. Mm-hmm. That's also a part of mental health is knowing how you recharge and deliberately taking time to mm-hmm. do that, to recharge. Yep. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts, rate us, and write a review. We would very much so like that. And if you do write a review, we may be able to read on the podcast. Stay safe, stay alert, and we'll see you in the next podcast. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard. (laughs) I know, I was like sitting there like... Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to throw it. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it, Jada. Throw it. Oh, Oh, that's on camera. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Am I sick at that? I'm seeing wonderful bloopers for the end of the video. Mm Mm-hmm.